Enoch, is that you? Enoch? And then he was not. That's the only thing it says in the Bible about <laughs> the man of God, Enoch. Enoch? Then he was not. Crazy stuff. What are you even talking about? What's up? We're Red Letter Ministries, my wife Penny, I'm Brandon Barthrop. We broadcast out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, USA because we love your guts so much to fill them with the roots of David and the bright morning star from heavenly Jerusalem. It's the priesthood of Melchizedek. How you doing? Glory. Jesus Christ. He's the king. He's the Lord of all. He's a happy fella. Very happy fella. You will never be around someone more smiley and happy than Jesus Christ because he's risen from the dead, which means none of the death of seriousness and none of the death of religion is on his face. So there's no bitterness. There's no sting of death. There's no crown of thorns on his head. There's no scorn, there's no shame, there's no religion on his head. But there might be some religion on your head. That's why we're here. In Jesus' name, to set the captives free. Most people are completely oblivious to the reality that the very mind of the great red dragon is religion itself. So I cast demons out of people like every single day for 11 years of full-time ministry. And it's always the same thing. The prison of the human brain called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. <clears throat> Who can set a person free from it? It is so grievous that a person doesn't have faith to overcome their own stupid brain. I mean, it's like a speck of stardust. Your brain is made out of stardust. Your, it's biological flesh. Your brain matter is biological flesh. You know, and it doesn't even take a brain surgeon to figure out that your brain is biological flesh. And he was crucified at the place of the brain. In Hebrew, called Golgotha. In Greek, Calvary. In English, Skull Hill. For the crucifixion of all your brains and the setting free of all your spirits called the tree of life in the garden that you're restored to in the new covenant. This is the restoration of all things right now. You're in it. Every single man, woman, and child, 7.2 billion of every nation, tribe, and tongue on this precious little place of dirt called planet Earth. But what a lot of people don't understand is you're a lot more than just a piece of dirt. You're a lot more than an animal. Even though we all have flesh, we all have brains just like a baboon, we have brains like a dog. What's the difference between human brains and dog brains? What's the difference between human brains and chimpanzee, ape, and gorilla brains? I'm serious. Not making fun of you. Even if you believe in Darwinism and you only believe in science. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Even if you only believe in science and you have not yet been baptized. <laughs> right? Then I'll judge you. And you don't know how to do the great white eagle yet because you're still imprisoned in your brains. What's the difference, guys? Real question. 
I mean, we go to university, we go to school, get real edumacated, get real smart in our brains, fill our brains with, with information, fill our brains with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But are we better off? Are we smarter? Or do we become more ape-like the more we're educated in our brains? It's like the more educated, and I hang around doctors, I hang around people with master's degrees. Now it's one thing, human intelligence. It's another thing, divine intelligence of Jesus Christ called the bright morning star, Revelation 22, last chapter of the Bible. Because human intelligence is barbaric. I mean, it is absolute insanity to Jesus Christ and all of the holy angels, two-thirds that didn't fall. Even the dumbest outer court paradise angel. And I love all the angels, trust me. I love everything of God's creation that's in the kingdom of heaven. I hate hell. I hate demons. I hate devils. But I love every human being because they're redeemable. But even the dumbest outer court angel, just a little sprite, never even went to the big university in heavenly Jerusalem to become a priest in the order of Melchizedek, doesn't know anything about God, just lives in the kingdom of God. That's like millions of angels, guys. That's not a small amount. That's a very large amount of angels in the outer court areas called paradise in heaven. Even the dumbest little sprite in paradise, and they would not be offended by me saying that because they know I'm saying it in love, even though Christians misunderstand me every day because their brains are in the way of their spirits. That little angel is smarter than any rocket scientist, than, <laughs> than any dude rolling around Stephen Hawking's disorder. Oh my God, he's going to go there. That little sprite, dumb angel of the outer court is smarter than Albert Einstein. Fact. Truth anyhow. Because intelligence in the divine in eternity is measured by how bright your spirit is. By how much fire blazes through your eternal soul mansions. That's how God the Father, the real judge of judges, measures how smart you are. And that's very important because everyone in Babylon is like measuring themselves with other people with their doctorates and their master's degrees and their name tags and their PhDs on their license plates and all this crap. And it's the Father says, you're the dumbest people in the whole world. God the Father says that. Not even Jesus. The Father says, the more educated you are in your brain, the dumber you are. And that's true with religion. That's true with psychology. That's true with everything in the seven mountains of the horror of Babylon, the fallen world system of Satan and his angels. Because they don't get smart. They get real dumb. You know, you look at the governments, you look at the economies, you know, two billionaires could cancel out global poverty. You know, you have billionaires that have hundreds of billions of dollars and they're trying to be philanthropists. They're trying to help people and they're trying to vaccinate Africa and they're trying to give food to Sri Lanka and they're trying to do all these things in the world, you know, in third world nations. And it's like, the only thing that works, guys, is Jesus Christ and Him crucified and the seven spirits of God sent through Pentecost. I mean, seriously, 
you can treat the outer court, you can do all these billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of activities and you still have a complete and total disaster on your hands as you see in all the entire world. I'm not even going to pick on specific nations because every freaking one's a mess right now. I mean, look at any nation in the entire world and it's just a disaster. Maybe with the exception of Japan just because they're not letting anyone in. It's probably the best place, maybe Switzerland, I don't know. There's some places I don't know about, but I watch a lot of CNN. No, I don't. Just messing with you. <laughs> and CNN tells the truth, you know. They're telling them. That's, a, that's how I'm so smart. That's how I'm so informed, you know. CNN and then follow it up with a shot of Breitbart. <laughs> you know, you always watch uh, O'Reilly on the internet now, you know, because he's not good enough for TV anymore. And it's just this big mess of information of every nation in the whole planet, you know. It's like... What's the answer? I mean, is there an answer? Yeah, you're the answer. I'm the answer. We're the answer. We're the army of the living God. Everything we've ever gone through our entire lives, Christians, is the answer to the situation of all our nations. And I tell you the truth, I'm speaking to the leaders of all the nations on planet Earth. We are. We're the government of God, Red Letter Ministries. That's the Holy Spirit. And we're here to inform you of how powerful and great you are. Not me. I'm servant of all. You. 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 Because you're not just a little sprite. You're not just a little Christian in your city. You're an ambassador of heavenly Jerusalem. You're an ambassador of Mount Zion. You're an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven that created the cosmos with a whisper. The Holy Ghost has been brooding over this entire universe from heavenly Jerusalem since the fall of Lucifer and the angels. Who knows if it was hundreds of millions of years ago. There wasn't even time back then. Time was created with the fall of Adam. Before Adam, it was eternity. We have to understand God and eternity and the cosmos and the fall and just this basic elementary stuff of heaven and earth and everything in it. It's not complicated stuff. I mean, literally four-year-olds that aren't brainwashed in Babylon could understand this stuff and they'll never be confused and they'll grow up as angels instead of demons and they'll never rebel against their parents and they'll never get into drugs and alcohol and sexual morality at age 13. They'll never die of heroin overdose by 24 they'll, because they'll be so intoxicated on the Holy Ghost as you were created to be. If you raise them right in true Christianity instead of this demonic form of Christianity in the whole world, not just America. The whole world is deceived by brain Christianity. Not just part of it. You know, we're ministering in the Philippines. This Facebook ads campaign stuff is... We've almost reached 15 million people now in the last six weeks. 15 million. In six weeks before that, less than that in the last nine years of broadcasting weekly and daily. So it's just exponential growth in every direction, in the whole cosmos, the whole world, the whole universe, every nation, tribe, and tongue. And doing this work the last six weeks everywhere has revealed a lot to me that just as I suspected, they're immature in the whole planet. You know, their pastors are babes in Christ sucking on the bottle. 
you know, the people in the Philippines, the people in Nigeria, and I'm not angry at anyone, it's just like the same problem is everywhere. It's not just America here where I've been a missionary for 11 years in the inner city dealing with every type of Christianity in the USA. It's just a huge mess over here. 100,000 million denominations all think they're right and they're all full of demons. It's one kingdom of heaven and people teaching about the kingdom persecuting other people who teach about the kingdom because their minds aren't even renewed in the kingdom. You know, it's just a huge mess. It's envy and strife everywhere. Just babes in Christ sucking at the bottle everywhere thinking they're mature and they're not. Carnality, Laodicean lukewarmness, everywhere, everywhere. It's not just America. And, the same, and it's the same problem everywhere. It's just the brain. It's just people mixing the spirit, the tree of life, with information in the brain called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that Adam and Eve ate from and fell. So there's that mixture, and that's why the Christians are the most paranoid, schizophrenic, fearful, insane people on the planet because they have the Holy Ghost in their hearts. They've been born again. Their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. They're sure that they're sure that they're sure that they have fire insurance. If they were to die, they'd go to heaven because they know that Jesus is the Messiah. But their heads are so brain, so meatball, so flesh, so carnal, that it's like schizophrenia pulled in every direction every single day. Who is as insane as the bride of Christ? And I say that in perfect love. Have you ever seen a group of people more paranoid, schizophrenic, and insane? I deal with Hundreds of thousands of Christians. Mental illness is everywhere in every church. And not just the Christians, in all religions. Because religion is the mind of Lucifer. That causes the madness. It's called pride. Pride is madness. It's as simple as that. And the only answer is Christ crucified right through your skulls. Out of the flesh, no longer in it. Out of the brain, no longer in it. You're not free until you're out of your brain. And once you're out of your brain, it's like a bird that's escaped the snare of the fowler. The fowler is the demon that catches your spirit and locks you inside your brain. It's called the fowler. That's the work of fallen angels. The foul birds of the air, they're called in the book of Revelation. Foul birds. Fallen angels. Satan and his angels, the dragon's tail, swept one-third of the stars. And the entire strategy, not part of it, but all of it, is to keep your spirits locked up in your brains. So guess what? We come around, we teach perfectly how to get your spirits out of your brains, because he who the sun sets free is free indeed perfectly in the tree of life. As long as you stay in the spirit, and don't get into Galatians 3.1 foolishness like the Galatians who began in the Spirit then tried to finish in their brains. And when they tried to work by the sweat of their brow in a gospel of grace, in a gospel of glory, in a gospel of the Holy Ghost who does the works, they all became demon-possessed and they all just got completely destroyed by the demons to the point that they went apostate and actually condemned their father of their faith, 
the Apostle Paul. True story in the Bible. By the time Paul was about to be beheaded in Rome, nearly all of his churches had gone apostate by the Judaizers. Religion is the devil himself. And the Apostle Paul knows that full well. I am certain after I leave, savage wolves will come in and destroy the flocks. They're no longer sheep. They're no longer spirit. Now they're all brain. Brain, 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 legalism, legalism, religion, 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 Lucifer. And that's how it is. And the only answer is Christ crucified right through your skulls, out of the flesh, no longer in it. Amen? You feel that, Penny? That's what it feels like to destroy all the works of the devil in the entire world with the cross of Christ crucified. Not that I did it. Jesus did it on the cross. And it's just being applied to your skulls right now in the whole world too. God told me Ezekiel 28 was fulfilled today. Now, I walk with the Father in the coolness of the day just like every son of God by the spirit of adoption should. So I hear from the Father daily. It's called, Give me my daily bread. On earth as it is in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's just Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer, every single day as a disciple of the kingdom of heaven. So the daily bread today was Ezekiel 28. The Father said it's fulfilled that all the sorcerers in the whole world, all those who depend upon the light of the stars and the moon and the suns, <laughs> everyone that depends on the dragon's tail starlight, Every sorcerer, every warlock, every witch, every evil reptile and foul bird in Babylon the Great is astonished by the sudden destruction of the great red dragon's power. Now there are angels you're dealing with, angelic principalities, angelic powers, angelic thrones, and angelic dominions of Satan and his angels. That's what we're dealing with in the whole world in every nation, tribe, and tongue. So you can't just destroy them and kill them they're eternal beings so what you do is you actually destroy them and kill them into the lake of fire which is what we're doing and the sudden destruction of the great red dragon prophesied by the great prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel 28 were that all of his followers are astonished and suddenly shocked has occurred that's what God the Father said today on June 22nd 2017 and it's wonderful because we've taken the high place over the cosmos as man. As man. That's what you need to understand. Because the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth He's given to the sons of men. So unless the sons of men take the high place in the earth called the throne of David back from the Luciferians and the Freemasons and the Scottish Rite and the warlocks and the witches and every piece of crap that worships Lucifer in every nation, you know, the great red dragon of China, you know, it's a symbol of China. You know, the double-headed dragon of Moscow, Russia, it's a symbol of Russia. The dragon of the financial district of the city of London. It's just like every nation has depended on Satan and his angels to become a nation. Because they're all just completely full of sin. And that's why the whole world's a total mess and disaster. And that's why there's wars and rumors of wars. And every horrible abomination under the sun is committed in every nation every day. You know, because... You're in a fallen angel world. And you're saved citizens of heavenly Jerusalem. 
Jerusalem, so you're an ambassador into this fallen angel world to destroy the works of the devil in Jesus' name. You have to understand that otherwise people just go off and just get ensnared in complacent satisfaction. Just get lazy, become bums, let the demons just steal everything of their souls and they never develop their souls and they never let the Father walk through their souls and they never have a mansion and a garden and heaven on earth. They just don't understand anything about the new covenant. They're not real Christians. They're Laodicean. They're lukewarm. They're not on fire. They don't live on earth as it is in heaven. They don't live His will be done, not mine. They don't pick up their cross and follow Jesus every day. They're doers of their own thing. Have nothing to do with them. They are false brethren, the Bible says. Now if they repent, they can come join you. But if they're just accusing you, they're a bunch of lying demons, a brood of vipers. Always coming to spy on your glorious freedom to see if they can ensnare you again into legalism like the wolves of the Apostle Paul's church. The Judaizers. Nowadays, it's like 100 million different doctrines of demons, so they come in the form of grace. They come in the form of you're already perfect, you don't need change, and all this other rubbish, all this other false freedoms. You know, like you don't have to become a disciple. At your own convenience, get mentorship. Where is that in the New Testament? These people are disciples in the New Testament. I mean, my God, if we're doers of our own thing, the Bible is so severe in the punishment of the New Testament. The book of Jude says certain destruction towards any worker of iniquity, anyone who's doing their own will. Well, you look at the Christians in the world today, it's like, who's not doing their own will? Who's only doing the Father's will? Those are the only ones that are true brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not doubting their fire insurance, but they have no rewards because they've never done anything for God. Most Christians have never even started the will of God for their lives. That's true. But you have to now. There's no choice about it. And I know a lot of people want to, and they've just been deceived in the sorcery of the great red dragon. And now they're getting set free because the dragon is being sliced and diced to smithereens in the whole world, and it's just getting easier and easier for people to do the right thing. It's been hard in the past to do the right thing because no one is. It's just like, who walks with the Father perfectly? without spot and without wrinkle, spirit, soul, mind, and body. I mean, like, nobody. Everyone's just like, well, you have a little bit of selfish time. Me, 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 me. It's my soul. It's what I want to do. It's not about God, it's me. And, you know, it's just so much mixture, so much selfishness, so much immaturity. People that still have identification with their own self and their own name. As if you're anything. As if I'm anything. No, it's all about Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I want to know nothing about you except Christ and Him crucified because you're all demon-possessed. Everything that's not Christ and Him crucified is Satan. It's only through the eye of the needle. The eye of the tiger. Uh -huh. It's true. It's only through the eye of the needle that you're saved. Because in your regenerated spirit, you enter the kingdom like a child. Born of the Spirit. 
Not just born of flesh, Nicodemus, John chapter 3. Born of the Spirit. And when you're born again, that's why Jesus taught mustard seed, eye of the needle. He's a perfect teacher. He's the great teacher. He's the Lord Christ. He's the one speaking to you now through my body, surrendered to him, my older brother, the living God. He's the only one who has the voice of many waters, and all of us are his brothers and sisters, and we should all have the voice of many waters flowing right through our bodies because all of us are temples of the Holy Spirit. Why would we let any other spirit in our bodies to separate us and to divide us? I'll tell you why. Because we're deceived. (laughs) We are deceived mainly, above all things, in the pride of madness and the dragon's mind of religion. And we think we're Christians and we speak in tongues and we prophesy, do signs, miracles, and wonders, and, you know, get drunk on the Holy Ghost as if we've overcome the mind of the dragon. That ain't it. You'll know when you've overcome the dragon because you'll live in heavenly Jerusalem, in all your soul on earth. I mean, it would be like seven blazing torches going in front of you every step of your Nike Airs, of your foam posits, of your high heels, of your sandals, because you're just like Jesus and wear sandals. Hippie Jesus. Whatever. The seven blazing torches will always go ahead of you and be with you in the perfect presence of God the Father, the seven blazing torches of the line of the tribe of Judah that opens the seven seals of your seven soul mansions for you to be glorified and transfigured, to have perfect heaven on earth, all of you. For that time has come for everyone to have perfect heaven on earth simply by being transformed by the renewing of your minds, washed in the water of the living Word with not one dead thing in it. The river of life doesn't have a single dead fish in it. The river of life doesn't have any nasty things that you see in these earthly rivers in it. It's disgusting. Some of these rivers in America are actually flammable. You know, be careful flicking a cigarette out your window. You'll light the whole river on fire. Disgusting filth. That's kind of like the condition of man's souls in the 50 states of the USA. we got a long ways to go, guys. It doesn't need to take a long time either. That's another thing. It can be instantly to the measure you're willing to sacrifice and crucify your own souls on the altar of fire to God the Father's possession. So many people want to cling and retain to their own souls, but that's just suicide. I mean, you're just literally cruising for a bruising. (laughs) To put it exactly as it is, it's like, you will be destroyed. You've given your lives to Jesus. You've made a covenant deal with the living God. And then to cling and retain your own soul is to not hold up your end of the bargain. And like all the Christians do that out of fear and ignorance and stupidity. It's just like, maybe it's still about me. (laughs) It's not about us. It's about Christ in us, the hope of glorious things. Amen? Amen. we got to become real disciples of the kingdom of heaven. 
And then we'll, we'll have no orphan in us. We'll have no poverty. We'll have no sickness. We'll have no disease. We'll have no religion. It's still religion that keeps you sick. That's why many of you are sick. It's called the dragon sickness of the mind of madness. Because you have not yet, in fact, overcome the principality of religion. Which is the very mind of Lucifer. You say you have, and you say, I'm not religious, and then always followed by, but. Just declaring your bondage. I'm not religious, but. How many times have I heard that from the charismatic church people over the years? More than I can even count. I'm not religious, but. Your freedom's going too far, Brandon. (laughs) The glorious freedom of the Son of God is to be demonstrated daily. And there's no such thing as having too much freedom in the glory. Obviously, not to be confused with rebellion, which so many people do with alcohol and drugs and prescription drugs and sexual morality and little girl crushes, little boy crushes, and all the stupid sin of the flesh that kills you. That's not freedom. That's bondage. That's suicide. Anyone who sins sexually murders their own body. It is written in the Bible. (laughs) Amen. It's true. I've watched it so many times. So many times, people dying of AIDS, people dying of STDs, having to take drugs every day because they're so riddled with STDs from so much sexual morality. Oh, horrible! God can heal you. God will heal the whole world. He just wants to work perfectly in the places that are most important, called your human spirit and your souls. Unless you're sacrificing your soul. What does it gain a man to even be healthy and to go into hell with a healthy body? Jesus Christ, red letters in the Bible. He said that. He taught like that. He said, really? Chop off your hand and it's better to enter the kingdom with one hand than go into hell with two hands. If you're jerking off to pornography. Seriously. Amen. Jesus Christ, red letters. You better get right with God and serve Him perfectly. He's a perfect God. He loves you perfectly. But don't play games with Him. He's got all the best stuff anyway. You're not missing out on anything in Babylon. You're not missing out in the nightclubs and the bars and the alcohol and the sexual morality. You're not missing out in pleasures. You're not missing out in delights. It's all lies. Satan is the father of lies. And it's like, when will the teenagers and the young people ever realize It's just a big freaking matrix of lies. There's nothing there. I've already done everything in the whole world. There's nothing left to do except bring the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. The pleasures in his right hand are life eternal, it is written. Which means God the Father has all the real pleasures. All the real fun stuff. You know, because everyone likes to have fun because you should be a hedonist. You should be a hedonist. You were created to live in the Garden of Eden, sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. Every one of you, of every nation, tribe, and tongue, you should be a hedonist, just not in rebellion, but in the Holy Ghost. That's why He's offered us a cup of joy to drink, which is drinking His own heart, the heart of love, the heart of Peace, the heart of joy, the heart of God is the cup of the new covenant. Drink it, all of you. 
and be filled with the Godhead and be filled with the seven spirits of God and be filled with new wine and live in a new wineskin, which is a new heavens and a new earth now, commands the Lord Almighty. Commands the Lord Almighty, live in the new heavens and live in the new earth now. You can do it. It's called the new wineskin. Out of fear, a lot of people shrink back and are like, ah, it's too good to be true. I'm scared. I'm not sure if I can be a leader. I'm not much of a leader. I can't see. This is like Lewis and Clark every day. Machete chopping through the jungle. Can't see anything. Too much foliage. Blind. No one's ever been this way before in my region. Good. Pioneer. Do something great with your life in Jesus' name. Chop it up with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. And bring heaven to earth. All of you. That's a commandment. On earth as it is in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done. Because He'll never lead us into temptation. He will never allow the evil one to destroy us. We, out of our own sensual desires, are led astray by demons who tell us there's something better than what God has for you. Maybe if you have this boy and that girl and just a cup of wine and, you know, maybe a little more money, you'll be happier. And it's all a lie. The most miserable people I've ever seen serve money. Never seen anything worse. <laughs> the most miserable, dead people I've ever seen walking around like zombies are rich people that serve the golden image of Babylon the Great and bow to Nebuchadnezzar. You should have been with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even if he turns up the furnace seven times hotter, there's a fourth man in the fire, amen? Mm -hmm. There's a fourth man in the fire. And he has the appearance of the Son of God. Amen. He's with us. He's with us as the seven spirits of God. In the fire of affliction of Babylon the Great, I have formed you and the fire of affliction. It's been the affliction of the things we've allowed into our own souls. God is never to blame. God is our Savior. That is the very meaning of the name of Jesus. The Lord saves. Yahweh, the great I Am, saves. That's what Jesus means. He absolutely does. Amen. He has saved us and not just given us fire insurance but He's transfigured our souls to live as mighty angels, to live as mighty living beings like our mother and father Adam and Eve before they fell. We're not human beings anymore. Everyone born again is a spirit being, born of the Spirit, born again. Spirit of adoption raises us up until we have all the divine abilities of our Father in Heaven beaming through our hearts and beaming through our minds in all directions. That's how you know it's a seal of a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. In Jesus' name, amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, we're discipling the whole planet. All of your finances that come into Red Letter Ministries go to discipling the whole world. I'm a full-time minister, priest of Melchizedek. We're, we're the real deal. Check us out and donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.